Hey, so I want to talk to you real quick about Canva. Canva is amazing. If you've never used Canva, you are missing out. Here's the deal. Back in the day, we used to like have to learn complicated, difficult to understand, you know, design software stuff. And it was like not very easy, right? I never really got good at it. And it was a huge obstacle for me because I wasn't able to create beautiful things I wanted to create until I discovered Canva. So with Canva, you can easily create social media posts. Like I'm talking all different sizes. There's sizes custom for each platform. You can even create Instagram stories, Facebook stories, everything in Canva. You can also create presentations. You can even create business cards in Canva. You can do it all. I absolutely love it and I use it every single day in my own business and I also use it in the work that we complete for our clients. It's absolutely the most used tool in all of my businesses for sure. I wanted to tell you about it because I don't want you to miss out any longer. Try Canva Pro for free for 30 days and support the Social Sunshine Podcast and you are going to love it. All you got to do is go to socialsunshinepodcast.com slash try Canva Pro. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Crossan, and I'm here to help you build a brand, make an impact, and have some fun on social media. I'm the owner of Fun Love Media, a social media management and content creation agency in Houston, Texas. I'm a wife, a mom of two, and when I'm not working or with my family, you can find me on my Peloton bike or tread, dancing on social media, or cuddle up with wine watching reality television. Please know that this show could include some grown-up language here or there. <laughs> Let's get started. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast, episode 97. I am your girl, Brittany Crossan. What is up? We are inching closer and closer to 100 episodes. I'm super stoked about that. I'm so happy that you're here. If you've never been here before, welcome to the party, baby. We're going to talk about some cool shit like we always do. If you have been here before and you're back again, I love you. You know. You know, my love for you is deep. You come back Monday after Monday after Monday. You are a loyal listener and I see you out there. I mean, I don't actually see you, but like, I feel like I see you. Like, you know, I can feel you. I feel your energy and I appreciate you so, so much. My guest today is my friend, Alexandra. We have some really good stuff to talk about. She and I always have great conversations. She is a coach and she has an inspiring story of her own. Honestly, I mean, you're going to listen to her and you're going to be ready to conquer the world. I'm not even joking. And we also dive into some, you know, mindset stuff and some confidence stuff and all these really great goodies that are so essential for us entrepreneurs to always have like as tools in our toolkit so that we can just um you know, do our best in our business and live our best life. So my chat with Alexandra is coming up in just a little bit. First, a little bit of housekeeping. I wanted to mention if you listen to the show on iTunes and you have not left a review yet, please, please do so. I would appreciate it so much. All you gotta do is go to the show on iTunes, go to the reviews area, give it a five-star rating, and then leave a little review, like a sentence or two. It doesn't have to be long. It might take you 30 seconds. This is a very easy process, and it's so appreciated. It's going to help us gain more visibility on iTunes, and it's going to help potential listeners know why they want to listen when they hear why you love the show so much. I really appreciate that. 
um, you doing that. Seriously, it means a lot. And another way you can help share about the show is to share in your stories. So if you want to right now, you can take a screenshot of your phone showing that you're listening to me right now and you share that image into your stories. If you share an Instagram stories, make sure and tag the show and tag me, which is at the social sunshine podcast on Instagram. And I am at Brittany Crossan on Instagram and we will reshare it and love you and be so thankful for forever and ever and ever. Amen. Um, you can also of course share anywhere else, sharing your Facebook stories, sharing your LinkedIn stories, whatever, just share. Because, you know, you and I together, I've told you before, we are going to grow the show from thousands of listeners to millions. I just know it. And I'm so stoked about that. Okay. So before we get to my chat with Alex, um, I wanted to just kind of give you a little life update. I, I like to do that sometimes. I hope you don't mind just chat with you, really. I mean, I know most of the time we talk about social media and about business and all that jazz, and that's amazing, of course. But, you know, sometimes it's fun to just chat like we're old buddies, which I feel like we are. Um, so I wanted to share that you may know this if you follow me on social media or if you get my emails, but we are actually homeschooling right now. Now, okay, this is probably a, a temporary situation, but we're doing it. And we're just started, like we just started a matter of days ago. It hasn't been that long. We don't, you know, have a lot of experience in this area <laughs> as most new homeschooling families um, don't, right? Uh, I never wanted to be a teacher, like in a classroom, ever. I just not interested, zero interest, you know, not happening. And, um, if you'd asked me years ago, if I would home my homeschool, my uh, children, I'd be like, eh, I don't think so. That doesn't sound like very much fun, but <laughs> I mean, that's just the honest truth. But you know, um, due to multiple reasons and circumstances, we decided that it was a good idea to homeschool our kiddos, at least for just a little bit. And, um, see how it goes and then just go with the flow. Sometimes you just can't plan everything out a whole lot um, in parenthood, in a pandemic, in life, right? So we're doing our best to try to be laid back. But I got to say, it's going pretty good. I mean, granted, we're only days in. So <laughs> wish me luck. I know every day isn't going to be perfect, but it's going pretty good. Like, we got them all lined up with um, my husband and I. So my husband and I are both in this together. <laughs> we both have flexible careers like schedule-wise where we have a lot to do, of course, but we can get our shit done when we need to most of the time. Like we can usually control our schedule. So for example, if I need to spend three hours with the kids working on homeschool, then I can do that. But I just make sure and get the work done on time. Like for my clients, if I need to do it at nighttime or on a Sunday or something, it's fine. So um, that part we're really thankful for. And we did that intentionally, by the way. Um, I'm all about building the kind of life, the day-to-day -day life that you really want to have. And that's exactly what we've, what we've been doing. So I'm thankful for that. So yeah, so we got them some curriculum, like some textbooks type of thing. Um, and, you know, I got some help from a really nice lady at um, the homeschool store in Houston, Texas, shout out. And we got them started. And they did really good. They had good attitudes. Um, 
And we already have taken our first field trip, which, you know, I felt like we just needed to intentionally start the school year with a field trip because I just wanted them to be in a positive mindset. And here in Houston, we're so lucky to have such a great museum district. And we went to the Houston Museum of Natural Science. um, And there was a fellow there named Mr. Rich who graciously took the time to explain some things to us in detail, especially about dinosaurs. He told us that birds are dinosaurs. It was a whole thing. It was fascinating and so much fun, even for us. I didn't even like science back in the day, but I got to say the science field trip was fun. So yeah, we've started on the curriculum. We're starting to realize like how much time we need to spend on curriculum and how much time we have more of like free time flex time it's pretty amazing but you know i mean like whenever kids are in school obviously everything takes longer everything because there's a lot of them and they have to you know go by their schedule and their rules and it takes forever to get you know 20 kids down to the bathroom break and then to the recess and that, you know all the shit so whenever you're just dealing with a couple of kiddos everything goes a lot faster which is kind of nice i gotta say so Anyway, I wanted to share that with you and hopefully it offers you some encouragement if you are also homeschooling and you're new to it or you're considering it. Um, Like I said, we don't know what the future holds when it comes to that and we are going with the flow. But for now, it's, it's what we've done. It's good. We had our little field trip. We've done some curriculum. (laughs) And um, I got the teacher additions to the textbooks because I need to have the answers because, look, you know, I don't – I didn't even remember what a preposition was. Like, really, to the definition, I didn't know. I couldn't remember. And I'm I'm a pretty good writer. I got to say, I'm working on a book, you know. (laughs) But I didn't remember what the actual preposition was. And my son is in fifth grade, and that's what was in his first grammar lesson. So I was like, oh, shit. Okay, I need to get the teacher's edition so I have the answers because I'm not so sure I know the answers to this shit. But um, anyway, I just thought I'd share that little story. It's been good. Wish us luck. Ryan and I are doing our best. We're trying to do what's best for for our family at this particular time. And um, and it's also really cool. I mean, we get some extra time together. And I'm telling you, there's going to be one day where they're like, uh, no, thanks, mom. I'm going to go hang out with my friends instead. So while they still like me and like hanging out with me, I'll take full advantage of that. All right. Um. That's it, you guys. I want to move on to my chat with Alex because I'm telling you, you're going to be so inspired by her story. You're going to love her, love, love, love her. You're going to go follow her on Instagram. You're going to message her and tell her that you heard her on the show and send her some love. And she is going to really, really help lift you up and make you believe in yourself, damn it. All right. So up next is my chat with Alexandra. Today's guest holds a bachelor's degree from New York University and is a certified life coach. Her expertise in coaching was created by combining her decades experience working with adolescents and with the study of various coaching and healing techniques. This inspirational life strategist will help you live your most confident and empowered life. And a fun fact, she's obsessed with peanut butter. (laughs) Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast, Alexandra Gould. When I ate peanut butter earlier, I love it. <laughs> Did I? Okay, we were talking before we started recording that I was in. I, I I go over everybody's last name, so I said it right, right? You definitely did. Yes, gold it is. Not to be gold. 
<laughs> and, and peanut butter. I mean, I was going to say who doesn't love peanut butter. Now I know that some people are deathly allergic to peanut butter, but besides those people, everyone's got to love peanut butter. Oh my goodness gracious. I mean, I could talk about peanut butter forever and all the things that it's great on. <laughs> yeah. Um, newsflash everyone. So we're just going to talk about peanut butter today. That's it. Like yeah. we don't have anything else. Um, <laughs> well, okay. I would love for you to, um, just tell us a little bit about yourself now so that everybody can understand what a life strategist is and what that means. Um, and then we'll go from there and dig into your story and all that jazz. Yeah, sure. Okay. So yeah, so I'm actually a life strategist, confidence coach. Um, and basically I work with women every day um, just to allow them to work on their goals. So, you know, so many of the goals that we want to work on, um, we don't. And for various reasons, whether it's confidence, whether it's feeling like we're stuck, whether it's fear, whether it's like we feel like we don't have enough time or money or whatever the circumstances are and the quote unquote excuses that we tell ourselves. Um, so I work with women every day, one-on-one uh, -on -one, and we basically map out those goals. And a lot of times women come to me with things that they feel that they want and they're looking for. And sometimes it ends up being more of what they need. And it's really just that safe space. And I allow them to just have that safe space, no judgment zone to dive deep, to go into those stories, to really figure out what's keeping them stuck, um, and really just being that accountability partner and using that strategy, using that mindset, and all that I've learned to allow them really just to pursue those goals on a weekly, daily, monthly, whatever basis it might be. That's so cool, because isn't it so weird that, which you know this better than anybody, that we all do that at one time or another, right? Some, everybody's different, but like have a thing we want to do, whether it's something like huge and life-changing or maybe something kind of small or whatever. And like, we just don't always do it. And I know that this is, I mean, when you think about it, it's like, why don't we just do it? But it's so nice that someone like you is there to help because we get in our way. It seems like sometimes, or I know I do sometimes. Yeah, definitely. It's like, we all get in our own way and we yeah all the excuses of why now is not the time, right? It's like, now is not the time because I don't have the money or I'm going to wait until my children are older, or I'm going to wait until I feel like I'm ready. And a lot of times that's that perfectionism getting in the way and the fear of not feeling enough um, and that imposter syndrome getting in the way. And so it really is a matter of on in small bite-sized pieces, working on those goals and realizing it's attainable. But I think a lot of times we are looking at where we want to be and where we are now and we feel behind the ball. And so we already feel behind and that pressure keeps us stuck and sometimes even paralyzed. And so that's why you do need someone there to call you out um, or to be that person that's going to listen and hear you out um, to actually move you past that feeling of being stuck and being paralyzed. Right. Ah, I love it so much. I love this. Okay. This is going to be so, so amazing for so many people that listen to the show. Mm -hmm. I know 100% for sure. Okay. But before we talk into like getting your tips and advice on mm -hmm. building that confidence, especially as an entrepreneur, I want to hear more about your story. I know some mm -hmm. about your story because I've gotten to know you. We are mm -hmm. Instagram buddies and, but I would love for you to share about your story of adversity. And then of course you experiencing building up your own confidence in what mm -hmm. you went through. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so for me, um, my story of adversity started at the age of six. Uh, so my, you know, we noticed like a, a slight bluish cast under my left eye, not sure what it was. And what we came to realize was that I had this very mysterious and very rare condition called Romberg syndrome. Um, and so basically in a nutshell, what it is, is that part of my face just stopped growing. Um, and for anyone that knows anything about autoimmune disorders, it's basically your body perceives part of your body as like a foreign entity and something that shouldn't be there, kind of like a virus, and it starts to attack it. Um, and so that's exactly what was happening. And so at the age of six, uh, my part of my face just started to progressively atrophy. And uh, it not only was like the fat and like parts of like the subcutaneous skin, they call it, but it was also the bone as well. So it really got in there. And at that time, it's, it's different now, but at that time, they would wait until your face stopped growing to actually intervene. So as you can imagine, that was a really rough time because I'm watching my face wither away and I can't do anything about it until my face stops growing. So AKA, I'm going through my elementary and my middle school years and this is happening. So as you can imagine, those were some tough years. Um, but I do feel extremely lucky because I did have an older sister and she, you know, she's the kind of person that will have your back. But also like if you mess around with her, it's like watch out like for it. And so she was always there with me a grade older and she, you know, anything she was like right in there and word traveled fast. It's like, you don't mess around with Alexandra. So I was really lucky to have that um, alongside. Um, but yeah, those were some really rough years. Um, and I think the hardest part, even more so than, you know, the stares and people looking and like children, like they'll be children, like, you know, oh, what's yeah. wrong with your face? What's going on and blah 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 um so that was hard but I think the hardest thing was you know believing and my mom is such an optimist um and she just said okay you're you're just one surgery Alexandra you're gonna be good to go like after this and I fully believed it and I think in her heart of hearts she believed that too and unfortunately that was not the case I've had about god I've lost count like 13 surgeries at this point I had a huge surgery and that was I would never want to go through that again I think it was like almost 13 hours. Um, and that, you know, they basically took fat from my back, they inserted it in my face, and unfortunately, it didn't fully take. And so that was rough finding out that I'd have to have another one of those. So yeah, just a very rough road. Um, and just having to, you know, deal with that. And you know, you, it's like, we all have stories of adversity, but some of them you just can't see so readily on your face as opposed to mine. And so that was rough, like going through life. Um, and um, so, yeah, so I had a bunch of surgeries. As you could tell, my face is not perfectly symmetrical now. Uh, believe it or not, I actually, after 14 years, have another one that I scheduled coming up this Friday. So that's pretty crazy stuff. Um, but it's a small one. It's a small one, like tweaks here and there. Um, yeah, which is crazy. Um, but yeah, like having dealt with that, that, that was really rough, but I think that there were just, and this is a lot of what I say on my Instagram and just, you know, with anyone around me that's going through some tough times is that there are just so many gifts. And I always believe that it might sound crazy, but I do feel like what I've gone through has really been a gift to me. And I have learned so much 
from having gone through the adversity and I try to, and I feel like it's allowed me to help out other people. Um, and really, I think I would not be in the profession that I am in if I hadn't gone through that and being able to help out people knowing like I've been there before, like I've been there, I've gotten myself out of there um, as far as feeling confident, being confident. And so if I could do it, like, you could do it. That's so cool that you said that toward the end, because I mean, like, as you were saying it, and I know there's so many people listening right now thinking the same thing. I was thinking about my thing, you know, we all, like mm -hmm. you said, we, yes. we all have a story of adversity, um, different types and categories and all kinds of things. But I was thinking mm -hmm. about mine, as you were saying that and feeling so inspired and, and like, um, like supported together by you, you know, that we're kind of like in this together, getting through the shit and like doing cool stuff now. Um, obviously very cool stuff, but I know that's what a lot of people are, I know that's what a lot of people are thinking. And that's, and that's not like, you can't always see that when you're in it, in the thick of it and you haven't come to some sort of, I don't want to say other side because it's a continuing journey, but like some sort of something, right? Like a clearing or something in your life to where you can kind of start to go, okay, okay. I can actually use this experience to help other people, but I think it's hard to get to there, right? Like when you're in the, in the middle of it, that's, yeah, I totally agree. It's so right. It's like when you're in the midst of whatever it might be, whether it's adversity, those rough times, you're feeling super down, you're struggling with anxiety. It's so hard to imagine like getting out of that. It just seems like it's going to last forever. Right. And it's like, you know, I do. And I think this is so much of what I do too, is like, is looking at moments where you have been okay and, or even moments where you've been in something and you've gotten out of it to prove like, oh, okay, it's possible. Like I will get out of this, like it's going to happen. Like it's in the cards for me. But I think that when you're in that, it's like you go down that rabbit hole and you feel like you are just never going to get out of that. And so just really looking at, okay, I think what the most important thing is really just who you surround yourself with for those people, you know, just so important to surround yourself with the people that are going to lift you up, that are going to say you're going to get out of it, that are going to be that positive that's going to allow you to move past it and to really realize like it's okay that support system is huge right right yeah golly it can make a freaking world of difference I agree um so so with your own experience and having gone through all these things especially like you were saying in such younger years I mean it's already not mm -hmm. easy to be a kid and a teen and all these things um it was there it's was there a time whenever you noticed that you were really starting to build more confidence for yourself or was it an, a long kind of gradual journey for you? Yeah, that's a really great question. You know, I think that uh, when I think back to a moment where I felt like I did become more confident, it was the transition when I was in high school to college. And it was interesting, but I think that you know, and I have a best friend and I love her to pieces. I still, we've known each other since kindergarten, believe it or not. We actually have twins that were born two years apart, but on this very same day, um, which oh, cool. I still to this day, it's, it's crazy, especially because I was supposed to have my twins two years later, uh, two months later, I had them two months early and she was supposed to have her twins 
earlier. And even when they induced her, she didn't have them that day. And so I'll never forget, she actually reached out to me um, at 12.01. So it was like right after midnight on my daughter's birthday. And she said, well, looks like our girls are going to share the same birthday. I mean, I still get goosebumps. I just got, I just got chills. That's so cool. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I know it's so crazy. Um, but anyway, needless to say, you know, I, I, you know, for a long while, um, and she's a very confident person, um, and beautiful girl too. And I think that for a long while I used to compare myself. And as we know, the comparison trap is the worst thing. Like, Oh, look at her. She's getting all the guys. She's so attractive. She's so outgoing. And I think that the more that we compare ourselves, the worse off we are obviously, but we're on our own journey. Um, and so when I actually ended up obviously going to college, that's when I built more confidence. And it was because I wasn't comparing myself. And that was a huge, huge part. I feel like I definitely came more into my own um, when I realized like, you know what, like, it's not about that. Like once I surrounded myself with other people, um, I realized like, you know what? Wow. Like I was hindering myself by comparing myself all the time to my best friend who I love dearly, but comparing myself to, oh, you know, I'm not pretty enough. I'm not getting enough guys. That really was a huge force. And I, that's like a huge tip of mine is just like, you know, stop comparing yourself, stop comparing yourself to other people. We are all on different journeys. We are all dealing with different experiences. We all have things that we feel that we are not confident in. Um, and I can, pinpoint many people that I know that struggle with things that you would never even know, or even people that look like they're confident and they're really not inside. So we can't always compare ourselves. So I think that was a huge change for me and a shift. And it was funny, but I remember one of my friends came to visit me and she's like, wow, you've become so much more confident. And that was a huge contributing factor. That is so cool. What a great, what a great compliment too. And, And after you'd gone through such an actual important time in your life to like mm-hmm. transition and, and build up your own confidence. And she like came and noticed. <laughs> yeah. Right. I, I love know. that. And, and it's like, I hadn't even noticed myself until she actually put it not, it wasn't her. It was actually one of my other friends had pointed it out to me and I was like, huh? Yeah. You know what? I think you're right. That's yeah. cool. That's mm-hmm. cool. I love that. Okay. That's actually really helpful. And you're right. It, I like that example of it because people do say, you know, we all see like there's a million social media quotes talking about don't compare yourself and comparison is a thief of joy, but that's not always enough to let the message resonate. But like, I like how you just explained it and gave that example because it's so true. I mean, you, you know, and we get wrapped up maybe if we are comparing ourselves to a person or people or or lives or whatever. And it's nice sometimes to separate yourself just a little bit enough to just be in your own little world for a while and focus on you. I love that so much. So what about, okay. So let me ask you some stuff. If you don't mind, we didn't plan these questions, so I'm just throwing them at you, but like, Mm -hmm. I want to talk about confidence as an entrepreneur and as business owners, because that's really mostly who's listening right now. And it's interesting because they're, they're business owners and they're also listening because I help them with social media, as you know, and like, that is something that can really be difficult for someone who like maybe doesn't feel unconfident unco- on camera or doesn't feel confident just in general to really show up. Cause we're like showing our faces all of a sudden, all of us are supposed to be like spokespeople and be on camera all the time. <laughs> and that's not like quote unquote, Mm -hmm. normal feeling for a lot of people or comfortable for a lot of people. What do you think, like, what have you seen when it comes to that? Like people getting over that hump of 
not feeling confident enough to literally show their face on social media, on camera, like for their business. Yeah. I mean, I suffered from this myself. It's like, as you're saying before, it's like, as a business owner, you're so focused on like, for me, the life coaching, it's like, I want to work on life coaching. I didn't sign up to do the business part of this, like to get my on the camera. And I remember for myself, when I started off with my first, uh, it was actually a Facebook live. I was so afraid, Brittany. I was like, I can't, I don't even know if I'm going to do this. Like I was like shaking as I was pressing that button. Like, you know, and then we, as we know, Instagram, we're going to notify your followers. I'm like, don't notify my followers. (laughs) Tell them like, this is going to be a secret, like, please. And, you know, it's, you know, I think that a lot of times people in general, whether they're a business owner, whatever it is that they might be doing, it's like that we feel like, if we feel the fear that it's a sign that we shouldn't be doing it. Oh, I must not be, this is not my thing. I feel this fear. Like anyone that's doing this is probably super confident. They don't feel the fear. They do this with ease. They get on that camera and they're just like winging it. And it's like, no, that is like the furthest thing from the truth. And, you know, I suffered with that myself, but I think that really what's so important is like a couple of things I would say is like to understand that Fear is going to be a part of anything that you do, especially when it comes to up-leveling, challenging yourself, getting yourself out of your comfort zone, zone, moving in the direction of your goals. It's going to be something that's going to get you out of your comfort zone. You're going to feel the fear. So if the more that we can embrace that fear, make friends with that fear, understand that it's there, and we could notice it. We don't need to judge it. It could just be like, oh, okay, the fear is showing up all right, like I actually embrace the fear. I'm like, this is great. This shows me that I'm challenging myself. This is a chance to build confidence. So I actually, when I feel that fear, I'm like, yes, I'm getting myself out of my comfort zone. And as we know, as a confidence coach, that is a surefire way to get you moving and blasting that confidence. So that will skyrocket just from doing things that cause that fear is really going to allow that confidence to grow, especially because you could, you could, place um, emphasis on the fact that you felt the fear, but you did it anyway. And so bravo, I'm proud of myself. I knew it was good for me and I did it anyway. Um, But I think the second thing is really to stick close to the why. Like, why are you doing this? Like, are you doing this because you wanna be the best perfect speaker or are you doing this because you want to create value for people whether it's like through social media whether it's through you know allowing people to live their best lives whether it's whatever it might be i think that it's so easy to get wrapped up in the oh my god i'm going to get tongue tied i'm going to sound really horrible i'm going to be you know i'm going to sound like i have no value to give and we focus so much on that because the fear the fear is barking it's trying to keep us safe so it will do whatever it can to keep us safe fear of rejection um but we really need to stick true to why am I doing this? Am I doing this to be a great speaker or am I doing this so that people are going to be able to work on their social media? They're going to put themselves out there. They're going to live their best lives. And so it's so important to focus on that why. My, okay. I'm so excited. Um, (laughs) because this, I'm so excited seriously about both those things whenever you said about, um, about how like nowadays you've gotten to where when you do start to feel the fear that you almost like kind of get excited because that's a sign that you're challenging yourself. Holy crap. That is so smart. That is, that's such a good perspective. I mean, I've heard tons of things about fear and I've never heard that before. Um, I love that. And I, I think that and you also said that fear is barking at us mm-hmm. <laughs> and trying to keep us safe. And it's so true, right? Like that's what it feels mm-hmm. like. It's like, oh no, you'll be safe if you just don't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, that's so cool. Like it's a good thing. It means you're challenging yourself. Mm-hmm. I love that so much. And, mm-hmm. 
Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, yeah. And I feel like, honestly, I like to say, if you're not feeling that fear, like you're not, you're not doing enough. You're not up-leveling enough because when you are into uncharted territory and you are constantly growing, you're going to go move into areas that you haven't been before. And you're going to sense that fear because that's just only natural. Whenever we move out of our comfort zone, we feel fear. It could be a mild case. It could be an extreme case. Um, but I like to think of it as like, if I'm not, if I'm not challenging myself enough, then that means, and I don't feel that fear that I'm not challenging myself enough. I'm not doing, I'm not constantly up leveling. Right. Ah, oh, that's so good too. So true. And yeah, cause I mean, I, I've, speak from experience. I've been through it. You're right. Like if things haven't felt anything too scary or challenging lately, that's probably not a good sign. Um, Mm -hmm. and then you were talking about thinking about why you're doing it. That's so smart too. I've never heard it put that way either because you're right. Like not, we're all out here as business owners. We're getting on social media because we've all learned that that's the most impactful way to get your message out and to, to impact your followers and all the things we want to do. Um, but yeah, like not everybody is trying to actually be a spokesperson or a, or a professional speaker. And that's not the point. The point is that you're getting your message out. Why are you doing what you're doing? That is so yeah. good too, because I feel like, you know, as you start to do these types of things, you start to then get the feedback. Like you might get feedback from one person that's like, wow, like what you said really resonated with me. And so once we get that social proof of the fact that what we're doing is like really creating value, it's having some kind of effect, it's causing inspiration on your audience, your following, then that's where it's like, oh, okay, that's going to further fuel you. It's like that, that first part of just getting out there that like, just embrace that fear. It's going to be there. It's okay. But the more that you do it, it's things as simple as even just doing a podcast, like being a guest on a podcast. Like I was so afraid the first time I was a guest on a podcast, I was like, oh my gosh, should I say yes? Should I say no? And then we have all these excuses in our head. Oh my God, well, I could say this. Oh, this, da, 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 da. And, like, and then before you know it, it's like you keep on putting off that thing that you know is so good for you. And the more space and the more time that, that goes on, between saying yes and like not saying anything at all, it's good. That fear is just going to only grow more and more. So right. it's so important if we know that something's important for us to immediately just say yes to it, just say right. yes and understand that the cards are going to fall in place. And it might not be great. It might not be a wonderful performance, or it might not be a great first live. It might not be a great workshop, whatever it might be, but we have to place, place more emphasis on, you know what? It was really scary, but I did it anyway, and I'm only going to grow. I'm only right. going to time I do this. So it's like, here we are, you know, we're doing the podcast. I would have, I was so afraid to do this type of stuff before, or like a first Instagram live. It just gets more natural as you do it. Right, right. And you're building confidence. Like I'm a big believer in like for my, my, myself as an individual, like building my confidence uh, always like always working on that even I mean because I I am confident but I that does not mean I need to be slacking and so what (laughs) I've noticed is that whenever I whenever I follow through on things that helps me build confidence because I I can trust myself that I'm going to do the thing, right? Like if I, it's like a workout thing, that's something that's super common and relatable, right? Like I, I if I tell myself, Brittany, you are working out four times this week, then and I go ahead and I follow through with those things, then I kept a promise to myself. So then I'm believing in myself even more that week than maybe the week before, right? Just by doing like the little things that I told myself I wanted to do because I knew I, I should and they're good for me, you know? 
That's so true. And that's a huge part of confidence is keeping those promises to yourself, because how are we going to believe in ourselves? I mean, really at the end of the day, what is confidence? It's the belief in yourself that you can get the job done, that no matter what life throws your way, you will survive. Like we believe, we think that, oh my gosh, we're waiting for that next best, that next horror thing to happen that's going to break us like what if this thing happens like we believe that we're so fragile and that like this next thing like whatever it might be if that happens that's going to be the thing that's going to break us right but it's like if you keep that those small promises like you said to yourself it's just like a friend like if a, if a friend is constantly breaking plans with you to go to the gym or to do something are you going to trust them are you going to trust that next time they're going to do it no same thing with ourselves just like you're saying like if i value and that's a huge part of confidence is like aligning with your values but if i value going to the gym and i'm never showing up for the gym do i trust myself no do i believe in myself no. And that's where the confidence is going to slowly be chipped away because you value something, but you're not aligning your behaviors and your actions with what you value. And that's a huge part of confidence and building that. Oh, yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. And, and you said, um, you said, uh, oh, we'll think about like, um, oh, when this next horrible thing happens, mm-hmm. oh, I'm, I'm destroyed, I'm ruined or whatever. Like, that's so relatable. Cause I mean, I'm sure we've all been there. I know I've been there before and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my God. Okay. What if blah, 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 whatever the thing is, is a work mm-hmm. thing, a life thing, maybe not, not even about me. Maybe it's about a relative. I don't know. And I'm thinking like that it's just going to destroy this and that. And it's going, and I'm like, what am I doing to myself, torturing myself with these mm-hmm. horrible thoughts, right? How do we get out of these like fearful, worrisome thoughts. I have that probably too much. I worry. Yeah. And and it becomes a habit. It's habitual. It's just like, you know, the act of, you know, they always say that there's like a, 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 an emotional state that you tend to just veer towards, whether it be like that worry, uh, whether it just be, you know, down in the dumps, whether it be that complaining, like constantly looking at the negative things. It's like, that's like our emotional home kind of. And so it really is so important to be very intentional about how we harness those worries. You know, I think that the more that we look at them as like a bad thing, then it's like, we're judging it. And that's, we don't want to do that. We don't want to judge these worries because the more that we judge them, the more that they're going to show up. Um, And the more we can accept them and say, okay, it's here, but like, how do I work with that? And so on the flip side, it's like, okay, what if this happens, this horrible thing, but it's like on the flip side, what if it doesn't? And I think that we don't, when we, of the what ifs, it's always the what if this bad thing happens, what if, but it's like, well, what if it doesn't? What if actually, instead of it not happening, what if it ends up being the best thing that ever happened to me? And what if, and if we could make like even something as simple as, I think that so much of what I do could be so elementary and simple, but so powerful. And it's like, okay, we have these what ifs. Well, let's turn them into what if on the positive end. Mm-hmm. What if produces this right what if this ends up happening and it and then it comes that that anxiety that worry can turn into excitement right because our brain doesn't even know and you could trick your brain so if we're worrying here i could actually trick it and and perceive it as excitement so if we can move to that and venture to that i love okay i 
I'm so excited. Like, I'm sorry. I'm being very selfish. And this is all about me, you guys. I'm just coming. I'm just, I'm just like having so many breakthroughs. Um, <laughs> so no, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to challenge myself and anybody listening to that does the what if thing, like I do that it's probably very, very common. What, you know, most things are right. We always think if we have some sort of like weird thing within us, like nobody else to no, know, most people do. And mm-hmm. I want to challenge everybody. Like whenever we do a, what if on the bad side, to go, wait, wait, okay, freeze. What's the opposite of that? Mm-hmm. Okay. So now do a, what if on the opposite mm-hmm. side, the positive side, how happy would that make our brains all the time? Right. Right. It's so <laughs> true. I'm it's doing so it. true. And it's like, our brain is meant to, like you said before, to keep us safe. So it's constantly focusing on, especially if we get in the habit of it, of focusing on the negativity. Ooh, this is a risk. What's going to happen? What if this happens? And so we have to be so intentional about what we're filling our brains with, first of all, um, but also be so intentional about exercises and implementing the, the exercises that are going to, and it's just the law, it's referred to as the law of replacement, but you know, if, if we're spending more time being intentional about the things that we are choosing to focus on, positivity, a positive podcast, um, doing a daily gratitude, doing all of these different types of routines, well, what's gonna end up happening? We have less time to have the what ifs of negativity, to have those complaining, to have all of that stuff. So it's just, you know, it's simple math, um, but really just replacing a lot of that stuff with more positive. Oh, that's perfect. Like I am doing so much positive stuff like with my mind and my life all day. I literally do not have time to squeeze in the negative crap. That's so cool. I mean, I've never even thought of it that way, but you're right. That's Oh, that's amazing. Okay. Okay. Before I let you go, I'm going to see if you have any like final tips for somebody who I'm just going to stay specific to the social media thing. If Mm -hmm. you know, somebody needs that extra boost of confidence from you, Mm -hmm. words of encouragement from you to go ahead and get out there. They've been putting this off. They don't want to put themselves out there. Um, it's a scary place at the social media world. So what would you say to that, that person that's been hesitating? I would say, you know, you have a gift. You have something inside of you that someone is waiting to hear. You have the ability to change someone's life. You have the ability. It's less about you and more about whose life are you going to affect for the rest of their lives. Let these little pesky negative voices in your head and that inner critic that's telling you that you're not good enough, that you're not smart enough, that you're not whatever it might be enough. Focus on your why. Stay close to that why because you could have such a positive impact on someone's life and it's more about helping others serving others, affecting others' lives than yourself. So if you could put that to the side, I assure you, and I promise you from having been through this and through seeing it with my clients, that if we can get past that negative voice in our heads and then focus more on what you have to give and that you will be a work in progress and that you, it's better to progress than to stay where you are right now. What will you regret in years to come? Having put yourself out there and maybe gotten tongue tied or made some mistakes along the way that you allowed you to course correct or having never done it at all? Like, will you be okay in five years having never put yourself out there? And I know we, we know the answer to that, right? As business owners, it's like, I can't even imagine if I never did what I did. 
I would have never had the ability to help people's lives because I would have been so focused on myself. So the less that you focus on yourself and the more that you focus on what do you have to give to people? What is your gift? That's going to venture you away from that negative side to the positive. Oh my God. Okay. That's perfect. I have chills. I love it so much. Thank you so much. Um, I mean, I'm telling you I'm selfish over here. I needed this today. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I needed some like good, good Alex vibes. Um, thank you. Thank you though. Seriously. That's, it's really important to, to keep all of that in mind. Please, please, please tell everybody where they can find you. If they want to work with you, of course, follow you, all the things. Yeah, I mean, I would say the easiest thing when I say it verbally is really just to follow me on Instagram, which is coaching with Alexandra. You can also find me in the same handle on Facebook uh, because that's how you can get to my website and to my links. Um, also, my business is actually called dare to prevail coaching.com. So you can find me there. Um, but yeah, I would love to meet anyone and to work with anyone. So that's where you can find me. Yes. You will not regret it. Go follow her on all the things. Seriously. Um, your, your messages and your, everything that you do is really, I I've, I've let Kali, how long have we known each other now? It's so, I feel, I feel like it's all like, it's, it's like a few years now. It seems. Yeah. Right? Yeah, definitely. I would say it was about three years ago that we've known each other. Time flies when you're having fun. Cross you on Instagram. Uh I mean, what the heck? (laughs) I know. I know. At least you're having fun, especially you. I love it. (laughs) Gotta have fun. Well, thank you so much for being here, Alex. I appreciate you taking the time for us so, so much. And, um, everything's going to be in the show notes in case you need a little assistance on finding Alex, but please do please follow her. And thank you. Thank you, my dear. I appreciate you. Of course. Any day, any day, always fun. Thanks for listening to today's show, y'all. For more information about the podcast, go to socialsunshinepodcast.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe to the Social Sunshine Podcast YouTube channel. For more information about me, go to brittanycrossin.com and connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, TikTok, and Clubhouse. The Social Sunshine Podcast is a Fun Love Media production. Funlovemedia.com. Bye.